Welcome to the TLC, the Life Coach Podcast with Matt Halloran. Every week, one of the world's top life coaches, Matt Halloran, will share his wisdom through stories and ideas to help you live the best life possible. Success is only a podcast away. Now, please welcome your host, Matt Halloran. Hello and welcome again. Today, we're going to talk about listening is the new sexy episode number six. Listening only works when you're present. And the main problem we have today is that most people only listen to respond. They don't listen to absorb the information that you're giving and then provide an intelligent and reflective response to whatever statements you're making. There's so many distractions, um, that, that people don't realize that they're doing what I just said, which is only listening to respond. So how do you become present? How do you become a good listener? How do you do something that really is one of the most vital personality traits and behaviors that you should practice on a regular basis? You have to learn to be present. Number one, turn off distractions. If you're about to have a conversation with somebody who is very important in your life, you need to reduce distractions. There's number one. Number two, take a deep centering breath. Now, this isn't hokey pokey stuff here, people. This is legitimate because we know that when you absorb a substantial amount of oxygen and you focus very clearly on the process of breathing, it calms and quiets your mind. That's why all of the Buddhist monks and, and in fact, um, uh, priests and, and other sorts of monks and nuns, usually when they begin praying, they take a deep breath, they look inside before they start doing their prayers or meditations. You should be no different. Surprisingly enough, it also turns off some of the tapes that you have going on in your brain. Because if you're trying to have a meaningful conversation with somebody and you've got all of this crap going on in your brain, well, then again, you're not going to be present and you're not going to be able to listen fully. Number three, eye contact. That might seem like the most remedial thing for some of you, but for some of you, eye contact is difficult to maintain and eye contact is difficult to initiate. Now, I'm not talking about searingly staring into somebody's eyes. I'm not talking about trying to be eerie and creepy with the level of staring you're doing. Just be interested. If you're, if you're going into a conversation and you're not even interested, it doesn't matter if you breathe. It doesn't matter if you turn off distractions. You're still not going to be the kind of person that you need to be to absorb that information. So do what you can to listen to respond. We also don't actually listen. We glean little parts of information from a conversation and respond to those gleanings instead of hearing the entire thing, absorbing it, processing it, and then having a meaningful response. Now, there are five different ways that people communicate in my experience, and I've been studying really communication for most of my life. Um, 
mostly because I was so terrible at it, to be, to be honest. Uh, I, I always wanted and always thought that I was a good communicator until I really studied the facets of communication in, in graduate school and in undergrad. But here's the deal. There are five different ways that people communicate. So, and by the way, there's only one of them that are right. People talk at, around, over, through, and with. At, around, over, through, and with. So let's break down which each of those are. So at, this is what normally happens. You are talking at somebody. You don't care if they're going to respond. Social media is a perfect example of this. Uh, you know, the, the texting back and forth or the response on, a, on, a, on somebody's feed, uh, on Facebook, they're just talking at, they're not actually even reading the article or they're not even reading your response or just barking at you. This is obviously a problem and it's not an appropriate way to have meaningful conversation. Number two, over. So at and over. This happens a lot in professional situations or in situations in which you feel inferior to the person you're communicating with. So you have to say things like, well, you know, blankety, blankety, blank, and you're using really technical jargony sorts of terms. Uh, and what ends up happening is people just stop listening because first off, they don't understand what you're saying. And most people realize you're doing the talking over thing, which again, it's just, it's an insecurity. So that's at, there's over, and then there's around. Around happens in sales situations more than anything, or if you've caught somebody doing something and they're trying to get themselves out of it, which is really funny that those are the two situations in which talking around applies here. So what do you do when you realize that you're talking around somebody? Well, number one, you probably need to get out of the conversation, but when you're on the receiving end of talking around, there's a couple of different things that are very, very important. Number one, you need to make sure that they know you know what they're doing. Especially if it's a sales technique or, you know, somebody says something like, uh, you know, what can I do to get you into this car today when you've already given them a hundred different objections on why you're not going to purchase that car before you leave today. Make them aware of it. Hey, listen, you know what, Mr. Salesperson or Mrs. Salesperson, you're not listening to me right now. What you're doing is you're talking around and not actually really answering my questions. White House press secretaries are a perfect example of talking around. So if you really want to know what not to do, that's what you should watch. And it actually, when you start realizing what's happening, even though it's terrifying, it's also quite comical. So that at, over, around, and, and then the next one is through. Talking through is a, another technique that a lot of people have learned when it comes to business or when they're trying to dominate the conversation. This is when they talk, 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 talk. And, and in fact, they'll talk through anything that you're saying. No matter what you say, no matter what your response is, they're going to continue on the same script. Politicians do this a lot, unfortunately, but so do a lot of salespeople. So do a lot of professionals. So do a lot of professors. It doesn't really matter what you say. They're just going to continue to say what they say because it's worked for them in the past. This can also be a coping mechanism from people who've suffered from abuse, that they're going to just continue to say what they need to say because it's provided them with some sort of relief in the past. Last but not least, the way we should be talking to people is with. Conversation happens between people. It happens when there's an organic sharing of ideas. It's an opportunity for you to 
find out more about the other person. Because if you're doing at, over, around, and through, you're not really absorbing any information from the person you're communicating with. So how do you learn how to talk with somebody? So that, that's really the million-dollar question of this podcast, number six, listening is the new sexy. Here's what you need to do. You need to be comfortable with silence, and you need to shut up. If you told yourself every day that you need to find four or five different situations that shutting up would really be a brilliant thing to do, then you are going to be so much farther down the road than most other people. Because we don't like silence. In fact, when I'm editing some of these podcasts that I'm doing, I cut out silence. Even though silence is one of the most powerful tools that we can use in communication. So I'm going to tell you a quick story on how to use silence, how to find out and make sure that you're being present, that you're listening to listen, not to respond. And finally, that you're communicating with people in the, in the way that you're supposed to communicate, not the other four ways. It's called the five-second rule. I had the honor to study with a gentleman in Estes Park, Colorado. And if you've ever been to Estes Park, goodness gracious, it's unbelievably gorgeous. In fact, it's, it's almost surreal. Uh, it's a beautiful valley in, in, in Colorado. And I, I went there for work to study from this gentleman who was teaching at the time was holistic financial planning. And uh, I really went to learn uh, from him on how he taught communication for financial services professionals. And I never thought that this was going to be so applicable to the rest of my life. So I was in Estes Park for five days. I have never been at that time in my life, been away from my wife and my twins for any extended period of time. I mean, since I was married to my wife, and this was like four or five years into our, our, our marriage, my kids were really young, and uh, I knew it was going to be really stressful for my wife when, when I had left. But I had to go. It was work. It was one of those things. And so, um, so I'm there, and four or five days, I learned how to listen. And we practiced it and practiced it. And the funny thing is, is you're probably thinking, well, what do you actually practice? It's just listening. We do it all the time. Well, first off, the initial <laughs> premise that that Mr. Kinder talked about was something that my grandmother said to me a lot when I was a kid, which is, Matt, you have two ears and one mouth because you're supposed to listen twice as much as you talk. So part of our training was to talk less and listen more. But the second part was the five-second rule. So when you're involved in a meaningful level of conversation, what you have to do is you have to learn how to stop, breathe, absorb, and listen. Okay. And we know that it takes about three to five seconds for a person to realize what's come out of their mouth because your brain actually has to process that information. And I'm sure you have been in situations where you start a conversation and you give a person space and all of the sudden they're in a totally different direction or end up on a totally different tangent because you gave them and their brain the opportunity to flesh out what they really needed to talk about. So <clears throat> I called my wife every single solitary night because I, I adore her and I wanted to make sure that she realized that I was thinking about her and I was trying to be as supportive as I could being, you know, hundreds of thousands of miles away or however far I was. And uh, my kids were asleep when I got home because it was quite late. And uh, I walked into our house and I uh, walked out to the back porch and, and my wife was there. And, uh, you know, so I gave her a big hug and a big kiss. And I said, you know, how are you doing? And that was my question. And I want you to understand that 
I really wanted to know how my wife was doing because I knew this was a very stressful situation. So again, I wasn't listening just to respond. I was listening to be present. I was listening because I wanted to hear what she had to say. Two and a half hours passed. In the entire time, I had said five things. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. I'm sorry. And then the last thing that I said was, let's go to bed. So two and a half hours passed, and we're sitting outside, and my wife goes to open up the back door to go into our house, and she turns around and she looks at me and she says, what happened to you in Estes Park? And I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, that was the best conversation we've ever had. So I want you to realize silence, giving people space, is so much more important than talking and talking and talking. Embrace that silence. Embrace the opportunity to allow for those person's words to hang out there in space. Instead of immediately jumping in and immediately just blah, 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 give it some time. Give it that five seconds. Now, for you, it's going to feel like the longest five seconds you've ever taken in your life. But the conversation in that point is not about you. It's about the person providing you with the information. And guess what? They don't even realize five seconds has passed. Because then their brain picks up on another stream of consciousness. And where you will get using silence as the appropriate technique to be a true listener will only make it so that your relationships are better, you're more successful in life, And you'll truly be able to uncover the things that you've wanted to uncover in people who you love's life because you're listening to listen, you're being present, and you're providing them with silence. I hope you have a wonderful day. And remember, a small, small little movement can make all of the difference in the world. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy life to listen to our podcast. Remember, a single change, no matter how big or small, can start you on your path to live your best life possible. You deserve it. We will see you on the other side of the mic soon. Have a wonderful day.